Hey, this is Kevin Rowe. Last week, we dove into one of my great interests, sports. I'm old enough to vividly remember three of the Cowboys Super Bowl wins. I was thrilled when the Dallas Mavericks beat the Miami Heat to win the 2011 NBA Finals. Baylor's four combined national championship in women's and men's basketball brought me great joy, and I still feel the agonizing pain of how close the Rangers were to winning the World Series in 2011. One strike away, multiple times. But as we discussed last week, sports is about so much more than that. On episode 18, Davis Beaver talked about his journey from a high school and college athlete to breaking into the coaching rinks, a journey which has covered high school, JUCO, and even NCAA Divisions 1 and 2, and now includes his head coaching job at Arlington Baptist University, where he started and leads the softball program. On this week's episode, Coach Beaver shares about recruiting, assembling a team, Team 1, the inaugural team at ABU, and Team 2, this year's team, that begins regional play today, May 5th, as it looks to earn a trip to the NCCAA World Series. I feel confident that you'll pick up on Coach Beaver's passion for sports and coaching, but even more so, his care for his players and helping them become the people God has created them to be. Thank you for indulging my love for sports and letting me share some insights into these teams and individuals that I've also gotten to know, serve, and love. With that, let's dive in to episode 19. All right, so again, now let's go back to Memorial Day, you know, two years ago. And you now have the potential of a job and a program, and you have zero players. <laughs> and you've got an August 1st deadline. So let's talk recruiting, because I know that you have, you've lived that world, obviously, throughout the basketball ranks. Um, and whether that's, you know, an A&M International, whether that's a Brown Mackey, whether that's, you know, Sam Houston, um, but then transitioning that into now softball, starting a brand new program and going like that. So the word recruiting, Go. A lot of things with Coach Caps that I alluded to earlier when, you know, number one thing she taught me in recruiting was look for athletes, athleticism first. Um, and that's different than a lot of places because uh, what I've found on, on a lot of college coaches, they look for skills first. And skills is down the list. Uh, number one's athleticism. Number two is smarts. Don't dumb me down is her exact Coach Cap's exact quote. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get into the skills, number three. But the thing is, I mean, and, and being a high school coach uh, that Coach Caps was, and now, you know, and I followed the same, you know, sort of thing, uh, we can teach skill, but you can't teach the other two, mm-hmm. you know, or well, you can teach smarts, but I mean, but still, um, it's one of those things there, uh, you know, we can teach your skill. And so, um, we wanted to do that. And you look at it, it's funny because indirectly, again, uh, you look at Oklahoma the way, you know, and I haven't talked with Coach Gasso about recruiting at all, but just by looking at her team and looking at what they have, they have athletes, you know, mm-hmm. they're athletes first more than they are quote unquote softball players. Their skills are very, very good. And like I said, I call them the best in the world. But, but what I'm saying is they're, they're athletic mm-hmm. as, as all get out. And so, um, that's one thing. And then, um, well, I'll get into that in a second. So back to your question about, you know, where to go from there and with team one, we, we were able to land 12 transfers from, I believe 10 different programs, Mm -hmm. JUCO four year, you know, D, uh, JUCO D one and, uh, NAIA and, uh, almost all of them 
almost all of them were told, and this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, and it's sad, but all of them were told, you're not good enough. Why are you playing college softball? You're not good enough to play. Those that were at JUCO, well, you're not going to go to the four-year level. You're not good enough. You can't play there. You know, nobody wants you, you know, and basically just breaking them down and telling them that they're not worthy of anything. You're not worthy to be at this level. That was actually told to one of my players, mm. not by me. I'm saying from a previous coach. Yeah. And so I would hear story after story after story of all these people that I kind of, you know, got out there. Hey, we're starting a brand new program. You know, we need players. It's very, very late. Um, and so I would hear their stories and they would come in and on campus and sit in front of me and tell me the horrendous things that were said to them, like that I just mentioned and worse. And I would sit there and kind of smile at the end of it. I mean, I would, I would just during it, I wouldn't at all, you know, Yeah. but at the end of it, I would kind of just smile. And as they looked to me for some sort of vindication, I would kind of give them just a, a little bit of a, 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 a wry smile and be like, come here, come here and prove it. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get any of that here. We don't do that. We don't talk like that. We're going to make you feel good about yourself. We're going to make you, you know, excited about playing again and come here and prove it. And I guarantee if you will give, give me your all, let me coach you and do, do what I tell you to do. The way I tell you to do it, you'll have the last laugh. Mm -hmm. And I challenged them. And so they ended up coming and we ended up getting, you know, we got 14, like by the middle of July. And uh, we ended up settling on 15, you mm -hmm. know, by the end of the, by the time the season rolled around. Um, but, uh, but they did, you know, almost to a player, it was, you know, it was, we're, you know, they're, they're trusting, mm -hmm. including a division one pitcher that told me that her uh, whole life had been devoted to this game and she loved it. But the, the one thing that she didn't get was a championship of any kind. And so she wanted a championship and I said, come here and do it. And mm -hmm. she's a regional champion yeah. this year. And she's a semifinalist at the college world series. And, you know, she got, she was a senior. She came in as a senior. She totally trusted me without ever looking at our campus. She trusted me based on what I had to say and came here, pitched us to the World Series. Like I said, we came up a couple games short, but we were semifinalists and we were regional champions. And, you know, they can't take that away from her. You know, she's won that championship. And mm -hmm. and so uh, and it was her first. And, you know, she even said, you know, it's one thing to play at Division One. But, you know, if you're not going to be Oklahoma, you're not going to win, mm -hmm. you know. And so she was like, I want the chance at a, at a natty. And so. I mean, I'll never forget last year in the regional uh, tournament, we had to win, you know, we were upset in game two and had that, what I call the Oklahoma loss. Oklahoma always ends <laughs> up losing one of them and then turns around and wins the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so we, we were upset in game two. We had to, so we ended up forcing the last game of the championship series after we battled our way back mm -hmm. and we're, we had just won the game six, so to speak to force game seven to winner take yeah. all. And she's out there and she's looking at me and she's got this smile on her face. And I said, I gave her a game ball and I said, go warm up. This is what you came to Arlington for. Mm -hmm. Go pitch us to Kansas city. And she got this huge smile and ran off and I didn't see her again until she came out to start the game. <laughs> and uh, she pitched us there. And, 
you know, and it was funny because uh, uh, she had a, a, a certain mindset that was a little different than everybody else. I think having gone from the division one or, you know, having been at the division one level mm -hmm. and uh, it's funny because the, 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 the team kind of blamed her sometimes for her own mindset when it was really me pulling the strings, mm. you know, she was doing what I asked to do, what mm. I asked her to do and the way I asked her to do it. And they didn't realize that. And, uh, um, but it worked out, you know, yeah. it worked out great. And exactly what I told them, you know, I said, if you'll do what I ask you to do, you're going to have success. Mm -hmm. And, and we did. And so, um, you know, team one was special. I mean, they're, they're trailblazers, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, uh, nobody thought we could do it, you know, except for us. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Macy Turley again, back to her. Thank you, Macy. You know, Macy sat in, it was a zoom call, but she sat in the meeting and told him and said, y'all are winners. Yeah. You know, y'all are winners and y'all are going to do it, you know, and she called her shot and, and they did. And so I'm hoping to get Macy in front of team two here shortly. Yeah. Well, and that, that third of that last day of the regional, I mean, y'all had to win three games. If you lose one, you're out. And they weren't, super easy games in the midst of it. I mean, and I remember, I think it was the the middle game where like you're piecing innings together because you know, you got to get MC in game, you know, in the last game, if you can get there, but right. like you're piecing innings, and you got just this player stepping up and this player stepping up and this player, everybody just getting you enough to get there, to be able to get through it. And then, and then you get to that last game and, and win it and the excitement there. And we got a pitcher playing right field, mm -hmm. Ariana Ramos with the big bat. I gave her basically, I don't even think she got 10 days of work, maybe six days of work as an outfielder between the, <laughs> between the end of the season and the regional tournament. Mm -hmm. And I said, you're going to play right field. And she goes, I'm going to play what? And I said, right field. And, you know, we gave her a crash course in right field. She had never played there before in her life. So it's not like she'd done it and mm -hmm. never played there before in her life. And we're in the winner take all game. She had already pitched the game before, like you're saying, pieced mm -hmm. it together. Came in and just threw up zeros, mm -hmm. four and a third of nothing, you know, in relief and gave us the chance to come back and win, which we did. And so then, and we're in game seven and she's back to right field and we're down, mm -hmm. you know, we're down three to two, I believe, or four to two. It was four to two. We're down four to two in like the fifth inning and we're counting down outs. We're running out of outs. We've got two outs. So we're down to our final seven outs of mm -hmm. possibly the season. And we had two runners on, and here comes Ariana Ramos. And I don't know that ball has ever landed. I think it still is in orbit somewhere. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, she just hits this mammoth home run. And, you know, that, that gave us the lead five to four, and we never looked back. Mm -hmm. You know, we added on uh, right after that, and, I mean, you know, ended up winning. And so uh, – you know, it's one of those things that uh, um, all of them stepped up when you needed to, you know, and they got the last laugh. Mm -hmm. They got the last laugh because all those coaches that told them all that garbage, you know, well, sorry, you know, mm -hmm. they're regional champs yeah. and they're national semifinalists mm -hmm. in the first year, yeah. you know, and they did it. And it was them. It wasn't anybody else. It was them. So, uh, you know, it obviously helped us in recruiting, you know, back to your, your overarching question. It helped us in recruiting. Um, to be able to get some really talented freshmen mm -hmm. uh, and a really talented uh, transfer as well. Um, 
you know, that we got. And, and uh, uh, you know, when you're able to go to the World Series in your first year, I mean, that's, you know, another God moment there. You know, God blessed mm-hmm. us, and certainly he's the one that's responsible for it. But, uh, and we're just stewards. But, um, you know, uh, it, it helped our recruiting. And so, you know, now it, we're at a point where, you know, obviously now it's like uh, oftentimes the player is holding the cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're, you're trying to see if she's going to choose you. But the thing is here at ABU, we're trying to see if we really want her mm-hmm. because it's a certain standard that we have. Yeah. And, you know, we want smart, tough, fast, disciplined players with character. And, uh, we don't deviate from that, mm-hmm. you know, and we're serious about it. And so basically, you know, somebody comes on a visit, we're recruiting one another, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, these, these young ladies will come in with, with family, with mothers and fathers and siblings. And, you know, I mean, who, who else, you know, I mean, we, we get all, all the family sometimes. Um, but you know, the whole thing here at ABU is somewhat different from a lot of coaches and a lot of coaches, uh, on the softball side, you know, tend to, uh, approach things differently. But I have a certain approach and I don't change, you know, and uh, I want what I want. I'll steal Dion's line there. I want what I want and I'm going to get what I want. Um, and that's totally Dion Sanders line. But I mean, the bottom line is, you know, we're not going to compromise in our thoughts and our standards, uh, what we're about and what we're and what we stand for and what we believe. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to get them. And we want players that, that want to be a part of that and that want to be uh, want to call themselves champions. You know, uh, we are fortunate and blessed. Another God moment. Thank the Lord that we are the number one seed in the regionals coming up in 10 days. And uh, God willing, we're going to win that and go to the World Series and see what happens, you know, and see where the, where we fall, you know. But the bottom line is there, uh, you know, recruits know and the, the freshmen came here. They turned down bigger schools. They turned down bigger offers. They turned down... Uh, even just the college experience, you know, to go be a student at a big school, to play this game that they love, that they're falling back in love with in some cases, and for a chance at a ring, you know, and uh, we play for rings. And that's something that uh, uh, I just didn't think I would be able to say this soon, mm-hmm. you know, but God blessed us and, and um, you know, we play for rings here at ABU and, and Lord willing, we'll get another one this year. So we've, we've talked in the midst of that, a lot about team one, but is there anything else about team one you want to say before we transition to team two? I mean, team one's just a bunch of tough suckers to use, uh, Mulkey's, you know, language, uh, toughness, you know, I mean, um, blue collar work ethic, really blue collar. I mean, they were, uh, they were always putting extra time in. I mean, they kept poor coach Castro up at the field till 11 o'clock at night. You know, I mean, they would, they, we'd get out of practice. They'd go grab food and eat real quick and then come back and hit till, you know, they shut the lights off, you know, or the lights went out. And I mean, it's one of those things that they were just putting in so much extra work all the time. And it wasn't just one or two of them. It was all of them. And the results came because of that, you know, the results came. And, and so, um, they took the mental side really seriously, you know, um, it's the perfect storm. Coach Castro being the pro baseball player has them really in, in you know, uh, 
the physical skills side really covered well. And then I'm the psychology professor. And so, I mean, I have the mental side covered really well. And we want, you know, mental health is such a huge deal these days. And, you know, you see that softball players, especially softball players, their mental health's failing at all these other schools. And we don't have that here, you know, because of the way we do things and because of our mental training and the way that, you know, that we approach the mental side and we, we uh, because it's important here. And so, uh, and team one embodied that, you know, they, they took it seriously. And so, uh, you know, they knew uh, Macy challenged them, you know, with some of the championship mindset stuff when she talked to them and, and she challenged them. And I remember, you remember we were standing there, you know, you're our chaplain. We were standing mm -hmm. there behind the dugout before the first elimination game on when we got to win three in a row and they use Macy's word mm -hmm. to break out of the huddle. And I, what did I tell you? I looked at you and I said, we're winning all three. Mm -hmm. We're winning all three and y'all are and everybody, you know, Castro, like, how do you know that? And I said, because they just use that word that Macy gave them, you know, and, uh, and, you know, they just use the Oklahoma word and that shows their mindsets exactly where we need to be. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I love team one uh, shout out to all of our, our ones that are here, you know, certainly that are back. We had nine back, um, but we, you know, we had some key ones that are, that are, that are gone and we, we love them to death. You know, MC, Amanda Perez, um, you know, Des, Zira Masanga, uh, Des Urea, uh, Natalie Winchester's a, a coach here now. Um, but uh, Kara Cannon, I mean, it's, you know, all the ones I'm sure I'm leaving out of one or two, so that I'm gonna get in trouble for that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, um, you know, all those ones on team one, they were, you know, they were really big, big pieces of what we were doing, you mm -hmm. know, and, and, uh, um, and the ones that are back. And so, um, you know, they, they set the standard high uh, for the first year, in yeah. the first year. Yeah. Well, and I think even, you know, even that regional, you know, Mary had had gotten hurt and was out for the rest of the year, but she's right there in the midst of it. Mary Donaldson, I told you i right somebody. Um, so, but just that that buy-in from everybody, even, even the player who knows she's not going to get to step on the field to play. Right who's still right in the midst of it because that team was just so bought in right. and they're with each other right. in the midst of that. So yeah, definitely a special team for sure. So now let's talk team two. Team two. Well, team two, I mean, like I said, we've got a lot of talent. Uh, the talent level went through the roof uh, after what team one was able to accomplish. Um, lots of great freshmen. I mean, building blocks. Uh, mm -hmm. Do I name names? I mean, I'm going to get in trouble again if I leave people out. But I mean, but you've got I mean, seriously, you've got. Uh, um, well, well, first of all, let's find, well, let me put it this way. Zoe Bredlow and Brianna Escalante are our heart and soul and Kendall Murphy. Mm -hmm. Those are the three that from team one that uh, you build around. And it's because of, and it's nothing against any of the other ones. Uh, they're all important. But those three are young, you know. Kendall was a freshman last year. The other two were sophomores last year with COVID years. So I mean, Zoe is a Joey's a junior with COVID year, mm -hmm. and so she's got three years left. And Bree, you know, Bree is a sophomore with three years left, and uh, and then uh, uh, Kendall's a sophomore now with three years left. And so I mean, it's uh, uh, you know, those are building blocks. Those are championship pieces, and and so I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things. Kendall Murphy pitched her tail off at Southern. I've mm -hmm. never seen her pitch the way that she pitched at, 
you know, at Southern. She was told, uh, shoot, the coaches told me that she's not even a pitcher. I hope you're not recruiting her for pitching because she's not much of a pitcher is what I was told mm. when I brought her in. She just went down there and, you know, <laughs> helped beat a Division I yeah. and went down there and dominated Jackson State. And if it's not for a, a you know, a home, fluke home run – you know, she loses a one-run ball game with the tying run on second base, mm -hmm. you know, against the Division One. She pitched her tail off uh, at that tournament, you know, and showed that she belonged. And, you know, she's only a sophomore, you know, and then uh, Brianna Escalante is just a walking hit. Uh, it's the joke, you know, the ex there's my XFL. I sent, yeah. it, to, I sent yep. it to you. You know where I'm going, you know, with the Sea Dragons, you know, the little promo video, what lurks in the, in the dark or something, I think is what it says. In the promo video, what's lurking in the dark? Well, what's lurking in the dark is Brianna's bat. You know, I mean, Bree's bat is lurking in the dark as, you know, you start to see the calendar turn toward, you know, April and May and it's playoff time and there goes that average. Start creeping up. It's lurking, you know. I mean, a 489 hitter last year and she's right at about 400 this year and here mm -hmm. she comes, you know, and a uh, big power bat. And then Zoe Bredlow, of course, is the emotional leader of our team as well. Um, she's got the 493 average, mm -hmm. you know, already and, and, uh, which is up from last year. And so, um, you know, I mean, she's, you know, they're just killing it together. And so, I mean, obviously you've got them three, but then you've got a bunch of freshmen. Well, and then, well, before I even go there, Amber Aguilar, mm -hmm. I mean, Amber Aguilar is, uh, one of those that, gosh, I mean, how did everybody miss on her? I mean, you know, the good Lord blessed us to get Amber Aguilar here. I mean, she's a junior college transfer out of California that's, uh, I mean, she comes here and is over, you know, 350 or whatever the average is. And I mean, she's, uh, you know, our general in the outfield, center field. She's got so many outfield assists. It's ridiculous. You know, mm -hmm. she, you know, don't run on that girl, you know, don't run on that girl. And she's our uh, all-time program leader in stolen bases. And so, uh, like I said, really good hitter, you know, 350 average. And so, I mean, around that, you know, give or take. And so, uh, you know, she's, she's, she's the one that gets the thing started at the top of the order. And so, I mean, I mean, geez, you got Amber, you know, and, and that's a big time piece. And then, uh, but then you get into some of these freshmen and it's like, I mean, Peyton Leonard, you know, a third baseman that moves to shortstop, you know, and uh, just because the coach is crazy and decides to, you know, hey, we need a shortstop. You're going to play shortstop. And, you know, and so she's willing to do it and does it. And, you know, she's got a 400 average, you know, and, and uh, um, Sierra Bazil, you know, mm -hmm. stepping in and to play some big time third base, you know, behind Zoe with Zoe being out, you know, with an injury uh, here recently. And, and uh, um, you know, gosh, I mean, you just continue to go on and on down the lineup. Uh, Sophia Cavazos, going to be a big time piece for the, she's, I think she's second to Zoe on in hitting now. She's a high 400 average, you know, and, and uh, 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 she's going to be a big time piece, you know, for what we're doing. I mean, outfielder with speed and athleticism, exactly the prototype. Sophia's the prototypical recruit, um, you know, and uh, Liz Werner, you know, Liz Werner's a professional hitter out of California, you know, professional hitter. And, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, they can be wailing away, on the mound and I'm like, Liz, go hit, you know, and there she goes. It's a double, you know, I mean, it's mm -hmm. uh, from that Corona Angels organization, you know, which is one of the best travel ball organization, probably the best in the country. Um, Danny Romo, you know, Daniela Romo, the catcher out of California that uh, uh, big time, 
big time player. I mean, baby Bree. I mean, you know, Bree is already the best catcher that I've ever been around, not named anybody from Oklahoma. And, you know, and, and Danny's the Bree, little Bree clone, you know, or I mean, you know, a, a clone mm-hmm. of, of Escalante. I mean, it's, uh, uh, I mean, she's a freshman and I mean, she's going to own like every record she hits for power. She's got an arm, you know, that's ridiculous. And I mean, just, uh, uh, the way she handles herself behind the plate. I mean, big time, big time. And so, uh, uh, you know, you got other pieces, Jessa McDonald, second baseman, you know, uh, fast hands, quickest hands in the West, you know, um, she's got a D one type transfer on those balls out at second base. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's just up and down the lineup, you know, you have, uh, and then, and then of course, baby, baby ball, you know, baby Jordy, uh, Jalen Deshaun. Uh, I knew she was something when I recruited her, but uh, she's a rancher. She trains horses and has horses. You can't miss her around Arlington. She drives a big old truck with a big old horse trailer and uh, she pulls it around and stuff. Well, anyway, she was training a horse and got bucked off. The horse got scared and she got bucked off. And so she ended up breaking her elbow, fracturing her elbow. So we didn't get uh, Jalen back until, I almost called her Jordy, uh, you know, until, uh, you know, a little over a month ago, really, you know, and uh, we didn't get her back. She missed the first part of the year. And so we threw her out there. And I mean, uh, first game um, was against the Baylor club team and, and mm-hmm. she did very well. And then uh, next game was against an NAIA school. I'm trying to remember which one it was, but she dominated and she was dominating out there and she starts stalking around, you know, behind the mound, staring in. And I'm like, who does she remind you of? And one of the girls goes, Jordy ball. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. And so, you know, I, I call her baby Jordy or baby ball, whatever the case may be. Uh, Cause she's only a freshman and she's going to, I mean, there was one night, uh, there was a third night that she was pitching. I think I pitched her in every game, when she got back, I was just trying to get her as much work, many innings as I could. And there was one game in there where she, uh, uh, it just, nothing was working except for one pitch. She ended up throwing a cut fastball, um, our version of a cut fastball. It was kind of a screw. And so uh, it would cut it in on your hands. And Castro's like, well, nothing's working except for that. We're just going to go with one pitch. And I was like, okay, Mariano, you know, and <laughs> Rivera made a career with the cut fastball. And so, I mean, Jordy, uh, Jordy, Jay Lynn's out there and uh, throwing one pitch and dominating, you know, dominating these NAIA teams. And so, uh, you know, I watch her and I'm like thinking she's only a freshman, you know, and oh, by the way, she can hit too, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. she's got a plus bat, you know, and so, uh, I mean, I'm just trying to think, I'm sure I've left out, you know, some other ones. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, look at team, team two. I mean, you added in, we added in a senior, uh, Tatum, <laughs> as I call her, uh, Tatum Trester, you know, uh, Tatum Trester's a big time bat, you know, um, and, uh, you know, and she's, she's one that came to us, uh, she was all Sooner Conference last year and came to us and has been a, a big time spark in our lineup for us. And so, uh, I love Tatum to death. Absolutely love her. And so, um, you know, there's that, uh, you know, Kylie Sullivan is the, I've already mentioned Kylie. She was the one, I didn't use her name earlier, but mm-hmm. she was the one that I was talking to about, you know, you can be the best pl- pitcher in the country. She was in my class this morning. And so, uh, you know, she's, you know, when she is, when her, when her, uh, uh stuff is working, she's unhittable. 
absolutely unhittable. And so, um, you know, uh, we're excited about where she's going to go into the playoffs. Um, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Brooke Schmidt, Brooke Schmidt, uh, um, you know, uh, we got her right at semester, uh, transfer from a Juco and didn't pitch a lot. You know, they didn't let her pitch down there a lot and, uh, down in the South part of Texas there. And, and, uh, you know, she throws really well and she's come back and had moments where I almost look at her and I kind of think closer stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, she's got closer stuff, although she does start games and and has started fine. Um, and makes me eat my words sometimes on that. Um, but she's going to be big in the playoffs as to what, you know, we're going to need her in the playoffs as well, uh, coming through. Um, I'm trying to think what else, uh, um, you know, then you got a couple of other returners from last year, you know, uh, Greer West. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Greer's the the elder statesman, uh, her and Kiara Mendoza. Um, both of them, you know, are our our elder statesmen. That's hard to say. Uh, and, you know, they're the they're the senior seniors, you know, they're 24, 23. And, uh, um, you know, they've been around a time or two and, and uh, uh, their experience shows. You know, Greer is just a rock on first base. Um, best defensive first baseman I've seen in, you know, ever. I mean, I just can't uh, – uh, we're down there at D1, and and that was a time where, uh, you know, uh, Greer was going through a real tough time at the plate, and normally she doesn't. She was all a conference mm-hmm. for us last year – and or all region, I'm sorry, last year, and then uh, she will be – it should be again, and, and, you know, her average is back up over 300. But she was in a slump at that D1 tournament, and so we're sitting there as a coaching staff talking about do we – do we need a pinch hitter right here? And, you know, and Castro and Natalie are like, we need a pinch hit. And I'm like, nope, we're not taking her out. I mean, we got to have that glove. Mm-hmm. That defense is so good. And like I said, I'm so happy for her that her offense is, is picked up again. She's out of the slump and, mm-hmm. you know, she's hitting over 300. And so, I mean, it's, it's uh, 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 glad to see her coming back around. We're going to need her as we go down this stretch. And like I said, Kiki, uh, Kiki caught uh, the, the perfect game that Ariana Ramos threw. I've already mentioned Ari from last year's team uh, that Ariana Ramos threw a perfect game a couple uh, last week, I guess, was it? And yeah. so first in program history, first in program history. So Kiki was the catcher, which was kind of cool because Kiki's kind of that uh, do everything. She can mm-hmm. play anywhere that I need all well, all but pitcher, <laughs> uh, any other position, you know, she can absolutely do. And so we use her there. And so, um, you know, who else? Uh, um, well, no, like Mo stepping in when, when CeCe goes down on, Monique, on Saturday. Monique Skivik is, uh, uh, the defense has always been there with Mo, and it's great to see her uh, doing that, you know, um, uh, just shining through defensively. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, a couple of freshmen that we were, we were, uh, um, that were really coming on strong that we're, you know, that are out right now, and I don't know that we're going to get them back. Um, before certainly not for regionals and probably mm-hmm. not, maybe not at the world series because they had some pretty uh, uh serious injuries um but leah martinez was uh i mean leah's my girl she uh she was one kind of like kiki where do we put her you know mm-hmm. at times second baseman by trade tried her a little at short tried her a little at third went back to second but you know was still kind of behind some people there and i got to thinking i saw her run a sprint and she was like really fast, like really, really fast. There's that athlete we talk about that coach mm-hmm. caps wants really fast in sprint. And I was like, have you ever played center field? Nope, not a day. Well, guess where you're going to go. And we got her started getting her time in center field. And I told her, I said, I need two weeks, give me two weeks and I'll have you ready to play. 
And sure enough, I mean, we had two weeks worth of work and we started her there and she throws an assist, an mm -hmm. outfield assist, and she's running down every ball. And I mean, she's, she's our starting center fielder. We're moving Amber now. It allows us to move Amber uh, position wise and just makes us that much stronger because Leah's really coming on and, and Amber's doing great wherever we put Amber. And so we moved Amber in the shortstop and uh, allowed us to, uh, you know, to make that move and to be more fast and more athletic at the spots. And then Leah goes down with a knee injury and mm -hmm. right as she was just getting, getting started. And I had, I had called my shot with her. I had said, you know, here's that Oklahoma thing. I call, I started calling her Lou, uh, Mackenzie Lou, uh, you know, because mm -hmm. Mackenzie Donahue had that, you know, those of you that don't know, a couple of years ago when uh, in the World Series, Mackenzie Donahue for Oklahoma didn't play much all year long. The left fielder goes down, Donahue moves to left and becomes an all-star. The player of the turn of the World Series and a star player. And uh, and so I, I had called my shot with Leah. I told Leah, I said, you're you're the next Mackenzie Donahue. And you're going to do it. And she was doing it. And then, you know, unfortunately, the knee injury comes. And so uh, and then Macy Dagger, you know, Macy Dagger, um, uh, really uh, special type speed. I mean, just uh, uh, she's been our best base runner all year long. Um, we've used her in spots there. The bat's really been was coming around really well. Uh, she's a slapper. And and so uh, started out slow and really got it pick and picked up. Um, getting some key hits and stepped in there to when we hit had that march where injuries just started piling on. Um, Macy stepped up and really bought us some good time, you know, out out in the outfield. Um, and like I said, has been our best base runner all year. And she uh, uh, and then she, you know, has an has an arm injury. And so mm -hmm. it's uh, uh, it's one of those things. I don't know how much we'll get, you know, out of uh, out of them. I mean, they may be done for the year, but uh, we'll look forward to having them back. And certainly they're they're going to be the best cheerleaders we have mm -hmm. um, and be a big part of it. And of course, you've got um, outfielder who I had the hardest time not calling her Natalie because of Natalie that we both knew from previous stops. Oh, yeah, yeah. So with Bree out and <laughs> playing out and man in the outfield too and doing a great job with last year and this year. Brianna Perez, yes. yes. Uh, I mean, she's... She's uh, another versatile one. You know, she's one that uh, we've moved her from left to right, right to left. I mean, she's a corner outfielder and uh, with speed and athleticism. I mean, and uh, we've even had her step in at center when we had to before Leah, you know, while we were getting Leah ready and Amber was banged up. Um, but, uh, uh, but, I mean, we've moved her from right to left, left to right, all that sort of thing. We've even started looking at her at shortstop a little bit, mm -hmm. um, you know, here and here recently. And, you know, it, it just doesn't matter. She's a coach's kid. You, mm -hmm. you put her wherever and she's going to do the job. And I mean, she's going to, she has that mentality of a coach's kid. And, and so shout out to Sonny and uh, you know, you did good. Sonny and Bernice, you did great with your daughter. And uh, it's one of those things where, um, you know, we know what, you know, she's, she's got the flair for the dramatic too. She had a huge uh, series against Dallas Christian last year mm -hmm. in the, in the, the champ series and the regionals. And then she was the one that uh, showed the world Patriot magic mm -hmm. with, uh, um, with the uh, uh, world series, you know, uh, upset of, of Sagu in game one. Um, we had uh, runners on second and third with the winning run on second and Bree comes up and knocks home the winning run on the first pitch on a double down the line, you know? And so she's got the flair for the dramatic. And mm -hmm. so um, she's a senior. And, and so, uh, it's one of those things where we, you know, 
uh, as Coach Mulkey always used to say, every coach wants their seniors to go out on top. And so that's what we're, you know, not everybody can, you mm-hmm. know, doesn't always happen that way, but we're, we're lucky that we have the ability uh, or the opportunity, you mm-hmm. know, Lord willing to be able to do that. And so that's one that I definitely want to send out on top. Yeah. So great, great collection of players, great collection of people. Um, I know, I know your love for them. I know my love for them. Incredible, special people going to do great things um, on the field, but going to do even better things off the field and in their lives to come. They're winners. Yeah. They're winners. They're, cha- they're trailblazers. They're champions. They're winners. They're already champions, no matter what happens in 10 days or, you know, in three weeks. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is they're already champions. Yeah. And so uh, they're winners. They're champions. Um, I just, I tell them all the time, I'm proud to be in their circle. Um, I'm proud to be the, the, the fact that, uh, you know, I'm proud of the circle that we have, you know, and uh, our goal is to build a team that we're all proud to be a part of forever, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's what we're trying to do here this year, you know, even right now. But, uh, but the bottom line is, I mean, we're, um, you know, we're just, pr- I'm just proud to be in their circle and uh, just great people. Mm-hmm. Love them all to death. Yeah. Well, and so you, we've touched on it, but you've got regionals coming up May 5th and 6th. Um, and anybody that's local um, can certainly jump over. That's going to be at John Paul II um, on that Friday and Saturday. We're hoping the Saturday is just one game for us. We hope. Um, but if it needs to be three, then it's three. And as long as we win the last one, that's the the key on that one. And then that basically just over a week later would be Nationals or the World Series up in Kansas City uh, the 14th through, no, not 14th, 16th or 18th. Uh, I know y'all head up on the 14th if we get to that point. Um, I know there's different ways people can kind of keep track and all that. You want to kind of talk through if somebody can't be there in person, how, if they want to just check in on what's going on or watch the games sure. and everything. What well, that looks first, like. first thing I'll say, uh, you know, put on a red shirt or a Navy shirt and come out and then be a part of the Patriot magic. Um, it's, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be ABU gear, just wear our color and come out and support us. Um, at that, especially at the local tournament, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and check out this team, check out the way they represent, check out the way they play. Um, we didn't really talk about Patriot magic, but that is something that team one started, um, that one of the, uh, Des Zeramasanga came up with after the first game, when Greer West walked us off, Mm -hmm. uh, the very first game in program history, we're down five to two going to the seventh inning with two outs with nobody on. And we end up winning six to five on a Greer West walk-off double that missed a home run by about a foot. Mm. And uh, Desir Masanga comes along right after it and says, that's some Patriot magic. And there it was. It was born. And it's one of those things where we're never out of a game. You may have us down, but we're going to come back. And it it might be one of those things that Ariana – it might be one of those things that Ariana Ramos, you know, hits a home run. You know, to give us the lead, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to come back and and uh, you know it's the fifth, sixth, and seventh inning are our innings to shine and and uh, you can't deny you can't stop Patriot Magic and so come out and check us out um, on that again. Wear your red, wear your navy. We we don't care which mm-hmm. and uh, um, come out and support the Patriots. Uh, you can catch us on uh, uh, online as well. Uh, our, our athletic website is abpatriots.com. Um, but uh, um, uh, we're really big. Our program is really big on uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram. And so uh, our Twitter is abu underscore softball. 
ABU underscore softball. Um, some there was another ABU softball out there or something. So ABU underscore softball is our Twitter, and uh, we tried to get them to match, but it it didn't and couldn't. And so uh, the on Instagram IG is uh, ABU dot softball. So it's the underscore on Twitter and the dot on Instagram. And we do a lot of stuff in on uh, uh, on social media. And so we're always and and that's something that's going to be growing even more. Our presence will grow even more as we grow, as we grow our program. Mm -hmm. um, and we plaster Patriot magic all over everywhere. That is our thing. It's not an Arlington Baptist thing in terms of any other sport. It's just for softball. So we we want you there. Uh, it'd be really cool if you hashtag Patriot Magic if you're going to tweet at us or, or tag us on Instagram or whatever um, to show your support that way. Um, and so. Um, but yeah, I mean, we the the more the merrier. This team is uh, is something that we want to be. Uh, we want to be the best program in the in the in the Metroplex, you know. And uh, we take it seriously that we're going to go, Lord willing, to the national stage and put Arlington, Texas, on the map, you know. And we're going to play for Arlington, and uh, and so we take it seriously. And uh, because again, all these players that we have could be elsewhere. They mm -hmm. could either be at bigger schools playing or they could be at bigger schools just having that college experience. And they chose to come to ABU for a uh, Christian education, first and foremost, mm -hmm. and then secondly to win a ring, you know, to be on the national stage and play for a ring and be, you know, a, a national contender in this game of softball. And so obviously when you have that motivation and that mentality, you know, and, and you're good people already, you know, it's hard not to support that. Yeah. So we're recording in a classroom and we're keeping an eye out to see if anybody's trying to break in or not, but right. um, not, yeah, just in case there's class this afternoon, but let's, let's just take a minute real quick. And if you have somebody that is thinking about coming to play at ABU, what would you say to them? And then again, I know you've got some players that are kind of, you know, this year and all that, and they're, they're making decisions for coming years and things like that. If you're just out there kind of getting your last recruiting pitch in, what does that look like? You want to win a ring? Come to Arlington Baptist. You're going to be a national contender every year. Not everybody gets to win a national championship. There's something to be said to be to being able to play at the Division I level. But honestly, be honest with yourself. If you're not being recruited by the Oklahoma Sooners, you really probably don't have a chance at the ring. You know, you can come here and get a Christian education a really good education in a Christian environment in, and it's the best of both worlds, a small school where you're a name and not a number and everybody knows you and you're a rock star because you're a softball player and because we play on the national level. And through those gates is a major league city and a world-class area, a world-class city 20 minutes away. You know, you're 20 minutes away from downtown Dallas. We're 15 minutes away from downtown Fort Worth. We're right in the middle. Arlington is home to 475,000 people, including the Texas Rangers and the Dallas Cowboys and my Arlington Renegades, XFL. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, like I said, I mean, you're in a world-class area, major league city, um, and you get a chance to, to get a good education and play softball. And we're not going to back down from that level. We're going to play Division Ones. Um, next year, we're, uh, we're going to uh, expand our horizons and we're looking to play upwards of about 15 games against the division at the division one level. 
And so uh, to give our players and the future players that exposure and that experience of playing that level, but then we're going to come back and win our own national ch championship at our level. And uh, so, you, like I said, you'll get a taste of D1 here, but you're going to play for a ring and we get, and the ring won't be Oklahoma's ring. So that way uh, we can still cheer on the Sooners together. But, uh, uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, but we're going to have that same sort of, mentality that same sort of uh the mindset and and approach to the game and everything like that you'll fall in love with the game if you don't love it already you'll or if you lost that love you'll fall in love with it again with the way we do things um not everybody gets to play for a contender you know it's one thing to to be able to play college it's another thing to be able to play uh division one but it's another thing to be able to play and play for a ring and play for a national contender and we're going to be a national contender every year. So you're going to get a chance. If you're a freshman coming in, you're going to have a chance at four rings. You know, if you're a transfer coming in and you've got two years left, you're going to have a chance at two rings. You know, or if you're younger and coming in after your freshman year, three rings. But the bottom line is you're going to have a chance to win one every year and, and uh, play on the biggest stage, you know, playing at Division One, but then play on the biggest stage in the postseason where it's a World Series that's on your smart TV. You know, and if your fans aren't in attendance at, you know, at that World Series, they can dial it up on that smart TV and watch a professional um, broadcast, you know. And so we're going to give you the, uh, the, the, whole, the whole kit and caboodle. And you're going to have the opportunity. I know you're putting together really two teams. Yes. So that way you've got the opportunity to develop some. Yes. Um, who may not get the playing time as much at the, the main level starting off just because you've got some incredible talent that's already here. Right. But they'll get a chance to learn and grow as part of the program. Right. They'll get a chance to compete for championships at yes. that level and then still have that opportunity to move up to the other team as well. It is a well. second varsity. Um, yeah. Second varsity team uh, where you will have a full uh, playoff structure. Or you'll have a full conference play, full uh, playoff structure, regional playoffs, and a World Series, you know, Lord willing. And so you'll be able to play for a ring there. And uh, that one will be more NAIA type level um, where our quote unquote bigger squad or the older squad, whatever the case may be, the one we have now is going to be uh, playing division ones. The, uh, the second varsity is going to be playing NAIA level teams. Mm -hmm. And so you'll get a full NAIA uh, schedule uh, in addition to your conference. And so um, again, you're, that way you're playing for something and it's not just, uh, I know a lot of NAIA schools that are our, our level um, type, uh, do, do a JV. And we don't believe in that. Mm -hmm. We don't believe in JVs around here. Yeah. Uh, cause they're, they're never done right. They're always, uh, often ignored and, and forgotten. And we're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I want you to be able to play for something, you know, uh, right away. And so the bottom line is, uh, if you're not, uh, ready to play division one right now, basically the, uh, you know, to play against the division ones, we'll put you against the NAIA squads. And so that way, you know, you're still getting that level of, of, of experience, but you're also getting to play for rings. Mm -hmm. Well, and last thing I've got, and then I want to throw it out to you to see if there's anything else you want to throw in, because I also realize you're now late for practice, well, late, you <laughs> but know. you got coaches for that. But yes. that actually feeds into this. So you talked about Castro. You mentioned Natalie. Yes. Um, and you mentioned Coach Mangan. Yes. Um, one thing that comes up in in the time that we've known each other and something that I think is important to both of us is connections. So you've got somebody like Amanda Mangan who played for you. Yes. Who then comes and says, I'll coach with you wherever. And, and you know, and comes and does an incredible job. And then you've got somebody like Natalie who 
you know, ended up being a key part of last year's team. Right. And then says, Hey, I want to stay on, you know, I've graduated, but I want to stay on and coach and be a part of this and, and grow and develop as she's becoming a coach for, you know, really want to do that for careers. And then the number of times, both at the school we were at previously, but then you've mentioned, you know, Macy from Oklahoma here several times, having those connections that then you're able to connect your players to and let them get exposure to, I mean, I'm like, Jose Trevino, when he was with the Rangers, right. doing something for, again, a group of high school softball players. Right. But working those kind of connections to get players connected to him, for them to be in it, benefit and grow from them. So just talk about the importance of connections. For, uh, well, for I mean, semantic. it's it's one of those things that uh, I think that we – I think it's important to have the legacy, the family, and that, those, and that word, connections uh, – throughout your program. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where uh, when Macy gets through talking to our team and she says goodbye, uh, she and Macy, if Macy's listening to this, she, this is going to be news to her. She says goodbye and hangs up off the Zoom. Ariana Ramos, the first thing she says is, wow, that woman's a winner. I want to be like her. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, I mean, it's like that makes it all the worthwhile to me. You know, mm-hmm. that's the best day that we've ever had, you know, to, that one player decided to say, wow, I want to be like that woman because she's a winner, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it's one of those things where, you know, we're going to put you in the best place to succeed that's on and off the field. Mm-hmm. And we've got your back all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's important to have that family atmosphere. You know, we bring a lot of people from California, a lot of people, you know, we got one from Arizona. We got one from Oregon. You know, we go west to recruit a lot. And so we're not bringing you states away to be average. Mm -hmm. We're not bringing you states away to ignore you, you know, and not be, you know, not give you every chance to succeed on and off the field. And so we want to, you better be a family, you know, if you're bringing in that many from out of state, you know, and even Houston. I mean, we recruit Houston a lot too. And, you know, it's four hours away, but the bottom line is they're still away. So, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you better be a family, you know? And so uh, it's one of those things that we, we, uh, we try to connect them with, with people in the community, you know, and your, mm-hmm. your, your ministry has done a great job of getting us out there, you know, to, to your church and, and, t- and taking us into your arms. Uh, you know, Dan, I mentioned Daniel mm-hmm. Jow, the, uh, the swim coach, you know, he's allowed us to get into the, uh, uh, to do our service projects at, at Grapevine Colleyville ISD. So that way, you know, if somebody wants to coach and teach, they've got an in. They already met, you know, the AD was there. They know Dan. They know, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, uh, we're giving them opportunity to, to build their network. I'm, I've got a meeting coming up with the Arlington Renegades after the XFL season. I hope it goes two more weeks because mm-hmm. um, that means they're winning the championship. But uh, 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 whenever they're done, I've got a meeting with one of their marketing uh, directors for our, our uh, students to do internships you awesome. know, through the Arlington, uh, renegades and the XFL. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's one of those things where, um, you know, we just want that family. We want to leave a legacy and we want to give them, give them the, you know, as many connections as we can. Um, and I guess I'll break the news now. Uh, we've been talking about it privately. Um, but, uh, uh, as it stands right now, and I mean, obviously they could have a, they can both have a change of heart. Uh, and if they do, I will totally support them if they want to play one more. But I will say that uh, I'll break the news now. As it stands, as of right now, it looks like uh, Tatum Trester and Kiera Mendoza are going to become coaches for us next year. 
and join our staff and mm-hmm. make it bigger. And that's something that's super important to me. Yeah. Um, because again, I've seen coach Gasso do that with Sydney Romero and all of those people, you know, the, all those former players that she, you know, hired a bunch of them right at, you know, as they got out. And so, uh, you know, so we'd had Natalie Winchester this year and, and, and then, like I said, next year, we're going to have, uh, Tatum and, and Kiki, you know, and so, uh, and hopefully many more. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, Liz Werner is going to be one heck of a coach one day. Mm-hmm. She can flat out recruit. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, we want that. If that if that's the way they want to go, then obviously I want that. And that's really important to me. I mean, you see Coach Stoops, what's he got right now? I mean, you know, uh, both of the, the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator uh, were his guys. Well, actually, there's two offensive coordinators, co-offensive coordinators, and both of them worked for him before, and the defensive coach worked for, worked for him before. And so, I mean, you see it, you know, at the even at the pro level, Coach Stoops is bringing his guys with him, you mm-hmm. know. And so that's important to me, you know, that I bring my girls, you know, and and that they get their start here. So if there's anybody that wants to ultimately coach, this is a great place for them as well. Yeah. All right. So what have we not touched on that you want to touch on? <laughs> I mean, mainly it's just, uh, I, I already did. I got to mention the Patriot magic, which I had forgotten. I mean, and that's my fault that we got into other things. Um, but uh, uh, it is a magical place around here. You know, the way that we, uh, uh, you know, it's a special place here. And uh, we have a very unique culture, you know, in terms of uh, the majority of on-campus, 95% of the on-campus students are athletes. And there's an, a, uh, I started calling it, it's, it's, it's totally me and it's not even endorsed by anybody other than me, but, uh, it's my brainchild, but, uh, uh, I've started tweeting out hashtag champ you whenever any of our Mm. teams go to the playoffs because we win, you know, I mean, volleyball was the national runner up. So as they were going through that process and getting to, and they almost won it too. I mean, so Mm -hmm. close, uh, you know, but as they were getting to that national championship game, it was, you know, it's hashtag champ you. You know, uh, and and um, and Coach McDaniel does a fantastic job. Uh, I'm a huge volleyball fan mm-hmm. here. You know, uh, women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Roach took over in the middle of the year and did a fantastic job. I mean, just unbelievable, leading them to the national runner-up. Mm-hmm. And again, as they were going through the the national tournament, it was hashtag champ you. I mean, it's one of those things we all win here. You know, baseball yeah. was the number one seed heading into last weekend, and so now they're fighting for it. They, you know split a series or something. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I don't know where they're going to end up being, but baseball's, you know, up there. And so they're fighting for it. I hope they, I hope they're in Kansas city a couple of days after we depart, you know, mm-hmm. I hope we depart on the 18th with a trophy and they come in on the 19th, you know? And so, I mean, we're, uh, uh, we're looking to, you know, to, to get all of our programs, you know, at the, at the highest, you know, to the highest level where we win and, and we're all winners. And, you know, coach Jennings is a legend, in basketball, mm-hmm. Texas Tech legend. And so even though I'm in the Oklahoma grad, you're the Baylor grad and we don't like tech, but <laughs> Bubba Jennings is awesome, you know? So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. We're, uh, uh, we're just looking forward. And uh, who's the other one? I'm leaving out. Uh, Jeff Cross just came on board uh, as the soccer coach. And so he's got a rebuilding thing, but I mean, you better believe I'm going to help him, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to help him get anything, any player that he can possibly get. Uh, you know, to build that thing up, you know, and he came in, he's a, he's an award-winning coach from uh, uh, Burleson Centennial who we've got a pitcher coming in from there, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, I think that covered all of our sports. So, I mean, you know, the main thing is, like I said, I mean, it's a special place and I'm blessed to be here. You know, I thank God every day that I'm here and uh, it's a really great environment for athletes. Mm-hmm. And, and so 
uh, it's one of those things. It's a, a great environment for athletes and it's great for the fans, you know, to be able to, uh, to get behind a team like that. And, um, I will say this, uh, uh, you know, a shameless plug, I guess, if uh, uh, anybody wants to uh, uh, name a stadium, we're looking for, uh, we're looking to build a, a multi-million dollar stadium, but uh, so any big corporation or big, uh, you know, uh, entrepreneurs or anything like that that want naming rights, come, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, look me up and, and, and uh, shoot me a message because we're, uh, you know, we want to, we want to, we want to give our, our athletes, our softball athletes the best that we can, we want to give them a, we need a stadium. We yeah. need a stadium on campus. We have the, the land, the school's already allotted the land. And so mm -hmm. we just need somebody to help us get there. So, I mean, if anybody knows anybody, then like I said, that wants to get involved and uh, have naming rights and donate, you know, money to a Christian university and get behind a, a killer softball program. That's going to represent the right way and represent on the national stage. Then, you know, like I said, get a hold of me because we are looking to, to get a stadium uh, built, you know, and we want it, we want it turf with lights and all the, you know, we want the whole shebang, you know, for our athletes, yeah. you know, to give them the best experience we want when, when they can fly in from California and they're checking us out that, that our stadium fits with the culture of DFW, you mm -hmm. know, cause DFW is super nice and yeah. it's the nicest area in Texas. And so sorry, Houston. And so, <laughs> you know, uh, um, you know, it's it, it, that, that the stadium fits that too. And they're like, wow, I love this area. And wow, look at that stadium. You know, and then, wow, look at that softball program, you know, mm -hmm. and that's the idea. So, again, if people if you if you know somebody that knows somebody, there's my shameless plug. <laughs> well, and I think that's a great opportunity then to say. So if somebody does know somebody who knows somebody or yes. if somebody just wants to get in contact with you yes. overall, what's the best way to do that? Uh, email, probably uh, D Beaver D and as, as in dog and then Beaver, just like the animal. Um don't put an S on the end. It's one singular D beaver at abu.edu. So D beaver at abu.edu. Great. We'll include that in the show notes as okay. well as the social media links and everything as well. Um, information of how to connect to Arlington Baptist for those who want to know more about it. I do want to throw this out there. If there are any students, whether, whether students or athletes, but certainly athletes as well, who have an interest in ministry uh, ABU has a lot of ministry offerings that they're doing, including a brand new sports ministry, which I'm finding out more about this week um, myself. But um, And there are a lot of scholarships available, especially for ministry students. So keep that in mind if that's an interest that you might have that um, that's a, a great opportunity to connect with here and, and to dive into those programs as well. So, well... Beef, thanks again so much for taking the time today, and best of luck. Certainly, um, we'll we'll talk about catching God in a loophole when we get with the team again. You know exactly yes. what I'm referring to on that. Yes. Um, but again, best of luck to you and to this incredible, again, incredible team and incredible, incredible group of young ladies. And excited to see what's ahead. Thank you. Thanks again for doing this. Uh, anytime. Hopefully we'll be back on if we, if we win, if we're, you know, God allows us to be the national champions. I'd love to come back on and talk some more. Well, we'd love to have you on for sure. All right. Thank All right. you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Community Chat Podcast today. You can subscribe to this podcast on your app of choice, or you can visit us at communitynorthbc.org to find out more information about this podcast or our church. Thanks for listening.